Hello, Bab. How are you doing today, mate? Yeah, good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. So, as you know, the season's ended now. It's been an amazing season. A very, very long season, as you know. It's, well, it went on for such a long time this time, right? It's the longest season ever. And, obviously, we had great worthy champions in Liverpool. And we also had some... You know, unfortunate situations with the likes of Norwich, Bournemouth um, and Watford being relegated. What a great escape by Aston Villa. Give me your thoughts on that one, mate. Honestly, I, I didn't see it coming. Uh, you were critical of Jack Grealish a few weeks ago and uh, I guess he shut you up temporarily, right? Uh, I still believe what I said was true about him. Can mm. let's be honest, for a mm. guy that scored... Only one goal since January. It's just not good enough for a top player. And for him to, you know, obviously he wants to be in the England side. There's too many players above him right now to be in the England team. And so I was right in being critical about him, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. But you've got to understand, you know, the players around him are not really at his level. And he looks like he's the man at Villa, but I'm not sure if he would be the man at maybe the top 10, 12 Premier League clubs. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my thing. That's what I'm trying to say. There's people out there, pundits are saying that Jack Grealish should be in the England squad ahead of some of the players that we've got. You tell me he's not even ahead of Ross Barkley, mate. If I'm honest nah, with he's you. Not. He's not. So, you know, for them to come out and say he should be in the England side, there's James Madison, there's um, Ross Barkley... Alex Chamber uh, Oxlade Chamberlain, I think he's ahead of him. You know? Mason and Mount. Mason Mount, Declan Rice. There's too many players there in that midfield. Sterling obviously is probably a forward player more than anything if you're gonna play four three three or something like that. But I just don't see Jack Grealish fitting in the England side, and that's the truth. I like him as a player, I really like the way he plays, but I can't see him being a top player. Like I, t- I mean, I, d- I can't see him being in the England squad at the moment. I, I guess time will tell, right? I mean, his opportunity will come if, unfortunately, someone gets injured. But even then, there's five, six, seven players already ahead of him. And we haven't even spoken about your boy, Jordan Henderson. Oh, my guy. You know what? And I knew that was going to be a topic that would pop up sooner or later. So Listen, yeah. Let's yeah. get Jordan Henderson let's out just, of the way. I'm glad you brought that subject up, actually, because... For me, hands down, Jordan Henderson has been the player. Uh, forget about being the player of the season and all that, all the rest of it that's come with it right now. But for me, he has definitely shown leadership qualities. Now we have spoken about. Let's talk about the past Liverpool captains. Yeah, you know the likes of Steven Gerrard. Now he took over from Steven Gerrard. Most people would have thought of that and said. That's not, you know, how can you fill those boots? Well, you know what? He's won four titles or four trophies in the space of 13 months. Now, if that's not filling Steven Gerrard's boots, what is? No, there's, there's no denying that. He is captain material. Um, you know, players, player of the year. or oh, sorry, PFA player of the year. I'm not sure, man. I, I don't think he was even the best player in your team. To be frank, I think Sadio Mane was clutch in many situations. You've got Mo Salah, he gets his goals, but Sadio Mane scores in all the big games. No. And that's the differentiator between Sadio Mane and Mo Salah. But the- and Mo Salah's very, just to go off topic, say, Mo Salah's quite frustrating to watch. I mean, I'm sure he gets in so many good positions, but then he scuffs his shots or he doesn't get enough power behind it. And it's a bit frustrating, I'm sure, no, in his no, 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 no. For me- fan. But for Jordan Henderson... He makes that team tick, and I'll give him props for what he's achieved this season. See, the thing, the thing is, Bab, right? Like, bring about the subject about Mo Salah, right? Obviously, we, I, I, I am so, you know, ninety five percent when I watch an England uh, Liverpool play, I get frustrated with him because he never passes the balls, you know, when he needs to. His shots, like you said, he scuffs them. He takes shots when he doesn't need to take a shot. And it's always kind of like, he tries to make it out like it's a Salah show. But the reality is, that this is why Sadio Mane is such a key figure in that Liverpool team. And to be honest, he was one of the first signings, if I remember correctly, that Klopp made. Yep, uh, very first signing that Klopp made. Yeah, sure. now, he was 
the catalyst, the start of what was to come. Because he, obviously Klopp realised, this guy's a hard-working player and he's relentless in the way he plays. He's just non-stop. He goes up and down that pitch and he's there. He's probably not the best tackler. I know that. And he's probably not the... You don't, you don't pay him to tackle. You pay him to put the ball in the back of the net. And but, to be frank, he does that. And But the, what I like about him is the way he presses. And he used to do that. I went to watch a live game once. I went to watch Crystal Palace versus Southampton. And I watched him live. My God, this guy had pace. And I saw him and I said, I would love him to be in Liverpool. Now, I never thought that we would sign him. That was one of his first games for Southampton. Many years ago, about five, six years ago, when he first came into the Premiership. And I thought, whoa, this guy's quick. And he was non-stop that day. And I thought, you know what? This is a player that I can see in the top team. Now, he came to Liverpool and I was well gassed. I was well happy that he's come. But it's the way he keeps on going, non-stop. He misses about seven, eight chances and scores two goals. Where those seven, eight chances are usually like, you know what, he should be burying them. Like, close to the, you know, there's been like touchline tappings, yeah? And he's gone wide and stuff like that. But you know what, that's part of his game. But going back to the subject about Jordan Henderson, what he does, he controls these big names. He's more like the guy that keeps talking to people. I see him talking and he's always, he's one of them guys that's always positive. He seems like he's a positive player. And every every player that talks about him in all the interviews, they always keep saying he's quite positive. He's always at our ears. He's always coming up to us, telling us what we need to do. And the way he plays, he does the simple things well. He's not a player that's going to be you know, always pinging passes 30 yards and doing all the Steven Gerrard shots, taking long shots and stuff like that. But what he does, he does the simple things well. And when you're doing that, people can see this guy does it well. He passes sidewards, all of that. But he lets the team play. And it's almost like a quarterback kind of figure where he lets everyone attack. So it gives the license to people like Trent Arnold to go forward and Andy Robertson. And he just sits back. And he lets them guys just do what they got to do. And when they're out of position, he's there to fill it, fill in. And that's important. And that's the difference when Jordan Henderson's not playing. You notice Van Dyke, although he's, he's going to be a great captain, we know that. And he's a great player anyway, and a great defender. But I think that's what he lacks right now. That's going to come with experience. But Jordan Henderson, obviously he's learned that from the likes of playing with Steven Gerrard and Jamie Carragher. And he's learned that thing. And I think that's the reason why we won the league. Hands down. Especially one of the reasons, but a pretty important reason. Pretty important. I mean, it's got to be you. You played football and I played football. And sometimes you need someone to just give you a little heads up. Like, listen, look behind you. You know, yeah. or pass the ball over there. Look at that player. He keeps making the same runs. He's probably doing that. Obviously, you can't. If I would love to have a mic on these players you know, like bodies where you can hear what they're saying. And I'm pretty sure you'll be like, whoa, this guy's talking non-stop because that's what well, you they need. Have, they have it in the NFL, it's called mic'd up, but it's only a matter of time. It'll happen in the Premier League sooner or later, especially with all these uh, American owners that are involved. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's been it's it's been an exciting season. As a Liverpool fan, obviously it's been amazing to see the progression that we've made considering last year we lost the league by a point and for this year to win it by so many points really we should have cleared it by 30 points but hey look you know what yeah I think it would have been good if you guys had hit that 100 plus record in terms of points Uh, yeah I mean it it was a bit how can I put it it was a bit I think that you know the winning the league so early on it kind of just everyone just thought you know what party mood and that's pretty much what it was of course yeah I think you and I would be the same as well. Yeah, let's be honest. But it's, it's it's like giving your two week notice at work, and then you go, you work, and you don't really care. You don't really care exactly, and that's how it was. I mean, but it's 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 been great to watch the the development of Liverpool Football Club. I must admit, the fact that we won four titles in space of thirteen months has been an amazing feat in itself, and I don't think it's going to happen too soon. You know, Man City looked like they could do it, but again. With Man City now, David Silva, a key player going, it's gonna. They never really replaced company, and that's the reason why this season they weren't challenging as much as they would have. 
And I think losing someone like David Silva is obviously going to make a big effect. It's, it definitely will. And it will happen to teams like Liverpool, where when you lose someone like Jordan Henderson, eventually he's going to have to stop playing. James Milner. You know, I, I might not, we might not talk about him much. Probably one of the most underrated players in the league. Nah, James, so just to sidetrack, in my team, we need 11 James Milners. James Milner gives it his all every single game non-stop. But and when he's, he's not playing, when he's not playing, I'm pretty much, I bank on it that the guy is probably talking constantly with the players to make sure they know what they're doing when, he, when he's Absolutely. on the bench. And that's what you need. And he's like that kind of player coach kind of figure where he does the bit between and that's why he's there because he does that bit between what Klopp can't do he can get into the players and you need those sort of do, players do, do you know when his contract is up? I think he had a year's extension and I think it's, they're going to give him another year but it's just going it's to be not, a roll on I, I can see him joining Leeds United with Bielsa that was his first love yeah I mean you know what if that was to happen I'll be happy for him to go because, you know, purely because I know the feeling of playing for your hometown club. You know, I mean, well, well, I, I, know I, I, I ain't seen you on TV. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is just like, you know, as a, as a fan, you know, if you, I don't know, you, you played for the likes of your, your, you know, where you work, for example, if you work in your home area, you know, you just have that little bit more, a little bit more drive because you, you want to be successful where, you, where you're from. And it's that kind of feeling, you know, I can imagine him being from Leeds. He would love to just do it for Leeds one time, you know, give it his yeah. all. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's pretty much happy where he is now and he's just going to probably end up as a coaching staff at Liverpool eventually. I feel I can see that happening. Klopp loves him. And I think that I, I see that happening with Jordan Henderson as well. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean... Aston Villa done a good, you know, remarkable, remarkable achievement for them to just come out of that. I, I just, I'm shocked still. Really. Yeah, am. well, Villa can obviously thank, you know, some of the other teams. And isn't it ironic that Troy Deeney was bashing Arsenal for not having kahunas? And look what happened. He got slapped in the face. See, the thing with Watford, if I'm honest with you, yeah. <laughs> Those owners, I can't stop laughing about the stupidity of the way they... they... No, but you know what it is? They've got like three teams in different leagues. So they basically buy these players and then in, amongst those three teams, they'll loan the players out and then obviously they get... It's a very smart marketing strategy because they've got a Serie A team. I think they've got a La Liga team, if I'm not mistaken. And obviously they've got a premiership team, right? So a player who they've bought from wherever... He gets three different seasons and the exposure that that player gets to all these other teams in those leagues is obviously great and they're just a selling club. That's all it is. You know, we've seen some of these players that have just come and go. But I think what let Watford down is if they had uh, Gerard, what's his name, Delafoe fit this season, they wouldn't have gone down. No, they wouldn't have gone down. But the, the biggest thing that I think that still they could have, they were out of, they were basically three points clear. And they decided yep. to get rid of the manager. That was the most stupid mistake. You know, it's like one of them, what's the word you're looking for? I can't, it's just like a, an error in every angle. There was no reason for them to do that. They could have just played out the two games. Nigel Pierce, thank you very much. See you later. We're going to find another manager. That would have been fine. But there are some stories, and I guess we'll, we'll never truly know because I'm sure he signed a uh, non-disclosure agreement. Apparently, he put his hands on a few of the players at half-time. Like, so if that happened, he's got to go. What, in sexual way? No, dude. Like He got oh. to grab a player and just like pinned him up against the wall and dropped a few F-bombs on him and basically said, get your act together on the pitch. Allegedly, that's what happened. Well, if that's that's happened, then um, well, yeah, he's got to go. But I, I think but that could be that, just that, that happens. I'm sure it happens frequently. Like, look at uh, Alex Ferguson when he allegedly threw the threw the boot in Beckham's direction and it hit him on top of his eye. That hair dryer treatment. Everyone's like, even when yes. we played, whether it was like Sunday league football or in the school team or whatever, somebody on the coaching team has chewed us out. Well, listen, look. If you remember, Roy Keane. At Man United, yeah. he must have attacked his own player so many times, 
And there, oh, yeah. there's been stories about him from like Gary Neville and um, you know what's the other guy's name? Um, Skulls. Skulls. They've come out and said this guy's a nutcase. But you know what? Yeah. Those things they're gonna happen because people want to make their team the best, right? And I think Pearson's that kind of guy. He's a bit of a how can I put it? A hot-headed person. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. He is one of them guys. But my opinion, it was needed because there were two. You know, the, if they're on the verge of getting relegated, and your manager's pinning you against all, so come on, mate, get your act together. I don't think that's a bad thing, unless he's physically punched someone in the face and giving him a bruise. I think pinning someone, just shaking them up, is not a bad thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. This this new generation of players, they're too soft. They're too sensitive. You say one little thing wrong, oh, my manager abused me or whatever it may be. Even in the workplace, we have to be so damn careful these days. What we could say five, ten, even two years ago, you can't do anymore because you've got a sensitive generation. Even if you send a strong email, it's perceived as a nasty email. So it's just this generation is just... Abnormal, I, 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 really, I really do think that at the moment, the world, the way it's going, I mean, you can have a client on the phone these days. And I mean, I, I have I, I have examples like this so many times where you say someone, you say to someone, you'll be a bit forceful. Like, mate, come on, you need to make an offer on this property. Hey, hold on, mate, yeah. you're, you're forcing me now. So what do you do? So you can't be a salesman these days. That's what they're trying to say to you. Just leave me alone. Oh, I'm going to make a complaint because right. you're a bit too forceful. Well, if, if that happens, then unfortunately karma will come back to bite them at some point when that so-called dream home or dream investment property is not available. Well, exactly. Because you are allegedly too pushy. Yeah. Come on, it's, it's a funny world we live in. Yeah, anyway, get back to football, man. What else? What else is on your mind? What else is on my mind? Um, you know what? Funny you say this, right? Because I'm not looking at the Champions League, bad, right? Because really... Um, Why? Because, because uh, your favourite team was... Star player got injured, so you've lost the interest. Is that what's happening, Grez? That is pretty much what's happening. Um, yeah, the team no, that we'll, I was, we'll the team, the team I was gunning for. Obviously, that's that's a problem now because Mr. Mbappe is not going to be around for a little while, so that's a problem. Yeah, he's actually out for three weeks, so should they beat Atalanta? Actually, even then, no, he uh, he may be back for the final, assuming they get that far. But that's the that's the topic. I'm, you know, what I'm actually thinking about. I'm already thinking about next season because I tell you what, next season's going to be damn interesting. Who and the other thing I'm thinking about is transfers. Chelsea, they look apart at the moment, you know. They bought some. They're thinking of buying Kai. What's his name? Kai Havertz. 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 Done deal. Da, it's a done deal. Uh, don't say that to me, man, because it's upsetting me. And then they, they're looking at Jaden Sancho as well coming back. There's so many signings that Chelsea are looking to make. Obviously, Man United are on the hunt for Jaden Sancho as well. Uh, Liverpool, we're talking about him, but I don't feel Liverpool's buying anyone. Uh, I, I don't think Jaden Sancho is going to be sold to anyone this summer. Next summer, when he has a good Euro Championship, that's when he'll be sold. But Chelsea, let's sidebar for a second. We're talking about transfers, it's linked. Pretty bold move by Frank Lampard yesterday to drop Kepa. Yep. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that was a bad move either. To be honest, Kepa, no, I don't think so. But I, I do like the fact that he he's fully in control because that was the test, right? Because obviously, whether it's Abramovich or that lady that's at the club that runs the transfers, they bought him for what seventy-five odd million, world record for a goalkeeper. And Frank put his foot down and said, "You know what? You're not cutting it, mate." It's in the works. I need to get rid of you. But think of Kepa and David De Gea, both in a similar situation where, even in Spain, what club are really going to touch these guys? Bev, it's, it's a strange one because I, Kepa is no way a £75 million player, right? And whoever thought of that signing was a... Well, what was yeah, he got mugged off because you got Allison that was what sixty nine million? Yeah. So you got sixty nine million is probably Kepper's uh, career was all downhill. Do you remember when was it in the semi final or a final where he refused to come off? You remember that was that was oh wait. I think it was, was me and you. Ball. Me and you were talking about that. Didn't we? I think I remember saying to you that I just can't believe someone would do that, that in this day yeah. and age. 
he was sorry, right? And he just correct, yeah. And he refused to come off. And sorry, had no control at that moment. He just he was going red and blue and all sorts, and he couldn't say anything. <laughs> it was a, it was comical to say the least. And then you you had obviously the I think one of the one of the players. I think David Luiz was there at that time, and he just had to calm him down and say another oh. mug, man. Don't, don't don't bring that name up, man. Why are you making my blood boil? Mate, he's going to be your future captain, mate. Away. David Luiz almost kept Watford up. He could have, the way he was playing. Hey, funny thing is, yeah, you guys put Watford out, right? Well, I'm going to say you guys did, right? But, you know how close your training grounds are right next door to each other, right? Yeah, I know. But let's get back to the transfers. So, Kepa's gone, right? Who's going to replace him? Huh? Who's going to replace him, though? They ain't got any decent... Oblak, they're going to get Oblak. Trust me, Oblak or Henderson or even your guy from Burnley. Oh. Henderson's going United, mate. Going back Who? to United. Henderson's going to go back to United, Dean Henderson. Yeah, but still, if they get a significant offer, they'll sell. Why? The hair is going to go. The hair is going to go to Spain, right? And if you're saying Jan Oblak yeah, is going to Chelsea, then they got to get someone, right? So the hair... But uh, don't be surprised if Chelsea pull a couple of other rabbits out the hat. Oblak being one and... Donnarumma! Koulibaly, man. You're not going to like that. No, Koulibaly goes to Chelsea, mate. I refuse to buy any Liverpool shirts, mate. That that, would just... Well, well, we'll think. If they get Oblak and Koulibaly, that's almost like the way Liverpool got Mm. Alisson and Van Dijk. Game changers. Oh, massive game changers. Then they're winning the league. But you, you say that, yeah, but I think with Chelsea, I don't... You know what? Frank Lampard's been great this season, yeah? Let's not go... Let's not take that away. But I think, personally, he's still got a long way to go. And the real test is the next season. It always is. Because, yeah, always, you, yeah. You, you have a great season. You know, it's a beginner's luck or whatever you like to call it. Or he had nothing to lose. There was no pressure. Right, because he had no transfer kitty, nothing to work with. Now he's yeah. got that, he's got the money he's going to buy. Now, when you're spending the club's money, especially Roman Abramovich, as we know, that he doesn't like people doing things the way he doesn't want them to do it, that's when shit's going to hit the fan for him, where it's going to be a little bit where if it doesn't work for a couple of games, the pressure's on, how does Frank Lampard react? He ain't going to be like English managers, you know what they do. When the when the things go wrong, generally it's always downhill from there onwards, and then. Uh, I I think Frank's gonna be okay. I, I don't know, mate. I really don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think they. Uh, maybe call me a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't like English managers. If I'm honest with you, they're just too old school mentality. Well, it is what His it is. Not uh, great. How do you feel about Adam Lallana going to Brighton? Adam Lallana going to Brighton, I think that's a good move for him. Um, he's the kind of player that they need. You know, he's a, he's good on the ball, but obviously he's quite injury prone. So, um, but he's from the south coast, so it's probably best for him to just go back where he's come from. Yeah, he was originally at Southampton. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. And, and what are your thoughts on uh, Dejan Lovren leaving your boy Mo Salah to join Zenit Saint Petersburg? I'm I'm actually very upset for Mo Salah because. I saw a lot of interviews with Liverpool. I watch LFC TV pretty much all the time online and stuff. And Mo Salah and Dejan Lovren are like that. They pick each other up every morning to go training. And their banter is so funny. It's unreal. So, for Mo Salah, and he pretty much came out and said, I saw it on LFC TV, that he was just gutted that his best friends left. He said the words, my best friends now left the club. And he just looked like he's not with it anymore do you know what I mean and if these kind of things happen where if he's seen his best mate go what, what he's going to be like after he's gone because Dejan Lovren well, it, it, it's funny there was some talk on uh, a couple of forums earlier that Mo Salah's considering his future at Liverpool now we all know he's not going to Russia There's, yes Russia has a lot of money but the reality is I don't think Zenit St. Petersburg will actually take him on because Hulk plays Hulk the Portuguese player he plays for Zenit and very similar position. Obviously, Mo Salah would be an upgrade on Hulk, but nevertheless, I, I just don't see him going to Russia. 
I think Mo Salah to leave Liverpool, it won't go. Look at what happened to Torres, right? Liverpool made him, right? And then he went to Chelsea and it was all down. No, 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 no. So hold on, man. You're, uh, you're I am going to say Let's Liverpool. Let's Madrid made Torres, not Liverpool. No, no, Liverpool made Torres. But it's a, it's a matter of opinion. I, yeah, all right. He, his career started at Atletico Madrid. He was a club captain. But his goal scoring wasn't as... If you look at the record, it wasn't as high as what it was at Liverpool. We all know. No, it wasn't. No, because, again, that came down to this playing style, right? Yeah. Atletico have always had defensive-minded coaches. Where it Actually, you know, and you know what? You, you're going to bring a point up, and I'll take that back slightly, because even Rafa brought him in, and Rafa was a defensive-minded coach, so... It's just playing with the right players and it worked for him at Liverpool. He went to Chelsea and he got caught out. We all saw that he yeah. wasn't scoring goals. It took him like 20 games to score one goal or something something crazy like that. So, I mean, and then you've seen likes of like people like Michael Owen. They've left Liverpool and they've gone on to do nothing after that. So, Mo Salah... But he did 20... okay in Real, at Real Madrid, right? Because he... he... Yeah, he played for six months. And then he went to Newcastle and ended up being a nobody. Well, he played, he, right. played for six months. Then he got injured. And then he left the club after a year, the season. And he went to Newcastle. And he did all right. He done really well at Newcastle. Got injured again. Then he got bought by Man United. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. That, that was a weird one, wasn't it? That was the weirdest. I mean, I can't believe it. It's just weird to see certain players in a Man United jersey. Yeah, it, it didn't look know, right. One, one thing that still bores my blood to this day, Robin Van Persie. But Robin Van Persie single-handedly won the title for them. But that was it, innit? That, that, sometimes it's things like that that make a difference. I mean, let's see. I mean, Timo Werner could be the reason why Chelsea could win the league. You never know. He might come and bang out 30 goals. We don't know. Yeah. I, I, we'll see. I, again, it's not confirmed where they're going to play him, right? Maybe on the left or up the middle. But they should play Pulisic on the left, Timo Werner up middle... And Hakan Ziyech on the right. They look good, you know. Just those yeah. names that you mentioned, they look good. And then I mean, what about when Kai Havertz comes in, man? Like, uh, how does he fit into that plan? This is the thing, yeah. There's a difference between bringing one or two players and making it work and then doing wholesale changes. When you do wholesale changes, you sometimes have unrest, you know, in players, you know. Some players might want to just come off and say, listen, you know what, it's not working here get disheartened because there's going to be a lot of rotation going on at Chelsea as we know um, yeah. whereas like, look, look what happened with Liverpool yeah? prime example yeah? every season and United used to do this quite a lot where Alex Ferguson would every year just change one player two players that yeah. was it and he built a team over a course of time to keep winning titles because he saw where the, where the problem was and he replaced it and last season did Liverpool really make any changes not really right or this no. season, so I say, not really kept the same team as we did the year before, but we just won it by a lot more because mentality was the biggest problem with Liverpool. Just going over the hurdle of, you know, keep on consistently winning, um, and I think with Man United that season when they signed Van Persie, they knew they needed someone to work with Van uh, with Rooney. They didn't have that partnering striker. Or the main striker because Rooney was kind of like a number ten stroke striker. Right? He wasn't yeah. a full on number nine. Van Persie, as we know, is a number nine. He, well, he was. Was he a number nine? Well, I, I think Van Persie was more like a nine point five, right? Like, nine point five, yeah. Yeah, but he was a poacher's cup type of goal. He can score all sorts of goals, and it, it was amazing. Man, and his finishing, man, the, the way that guy could strike the ball was insane. Amazing. I, I loved. There was one goal I remember. Ball came out fast, whipped him, and the way he volleyed it, boom, like that. Eyes. Could, could you imagine if, if Van Persie was, sorry, Van, just on the Dutch theme and Man United theme for a second, if Ruud Van Nistelrooy was seven, eight years younger and Van Persie and Van Nistelrooy played together, oh my God, that would have been insane. Yeah, it would be insane. I mean, there have been some great Dutch players over the years. I mean, Van, Van Nistelrooy, great, great striker again, and a very good goal poacher, goal scorer, whatever you like to call him, he was good. But I mean, just on the topic, those kind of players, yeah, they come every five, six years, they don't come that often. All right. You know, and again, I see, what's his name? The other Dutch striker right now, what's his name? Oh. Where does he play? 
Der er en striker. Memphis Depay? Depay. Yeah. Depay, he came in at United and everyone thought he's going to kill, you know, records and everything. It didn't work for him. Yeah. Where's he gone now? I think he's gone to a Dutch team now and he's doing... He's doing no, bits he's, at, he's, he's at Leon. He's at Leon, sorry. He's doing bits there now. Yeah, He's starting to score goals and he's... If you see him, right, he looks a little bit more stronger, more bigger, more agile. Yeah. But the thing is, he went to United when he was young, right? And sometimes for a lot of these foreign players, when they're 21, 22, 23, they're still kids at the end of the day. It takes time to adapt to a new country. Well, United were at a stage where they were in transition anyway. And I think some of these players that came to United at that time, especially like Wilfred Zaha, there was a massive talk about him on the radio today where he went when he was so young at United and Alex Ferguson bought him. And it just still not work yeah, for him. Yeah, Wilfred Zaha is overrated, man. I'm sorry. I, I like the guy. He's a nice guy. Well, you say that, but guess who's he linked? Who's he linked to? Arsenal. Yeah, everyone's linked to Arsenal. Well, it could. It's looking like it's going to happen, mate. Um, from the words that I, from things that I've been hearing, Wilfred Zaha is very likely to move to Arsenal. Wilfred Zaha was very much linked with Arsenal last well last season, season before last when Unai Emery was in charge. Unai Emery wanted to sign a British-based player. And based on his performance, like Zaha, he'll play six, seven games and he's injured for an equal amount of games. We don't need that Arsenal. Arsenal today linked with Jack Grealish. We don't need Jack Grealish. We don't need to spend money on these attacking base players. Get some holding midfielders and get a couple of defenders in. Lucas Torreira. That guy looked like he's ready playing Serie A based on his performance yesterday. Man, you're getting worked up. Let's not talk about Arsenal right now. No, we have to talk about Arsenal. So I'm going to keep going on. Who would you like as your uh, defensive midfielder at Arsenal? Let's just get to that point right now. Mm. Woo! That's a good question. Thiago from Bayern Munich. Thiago? He won't come. That's who I'd want. Or Wilfred Ndidi from Leicester. I think he's a lot more attainable. You but even what? then, if you're Wilfred Ndidi, why are you going to leave 5th place Leicester to go to 8th place Arsenal? Well, the thing is, Thiago is only going to go to Liverpool, right? We know that that could happen. Yeah. All right. And Ndidi, that's not happening, mate. In Leicester, you wouldn't want to leave. Who else is out there? There's got to be someone in Serie A that's looking to... Not really. Juventus has a bunch of midfielders, but it seems like at Juventus, as an example, a lot of these midfielders are very, very similar in ter- terms of the way they play. There is one guy, but I just don't think he would come to Arsenal. The guy that plays for Inter, Brozovic. That's the type of player we need. Brozovic looks good. I mean, Inter's got a few players, to be honest, that look good mate, in that team. And you could do with some of those players. If I'm honest with you, Personally, I think that you could do with um. Wow, what's his name? You need a defensive midfielder, right? Now, I, listen. Right go now, and get Declan Rice. Just make it happen. You're going to pay Declan Rice. Ball, what Declan about Rice is good for a decade, and he can play central defense as well. Maybe you need to look look at some of the players that your neighbours have got. They've got a few good players that could do a job at Arsenal. Which neighbours? Your, your neighbours, isn't it? In um, the training You're talking about neighbors. the arch uh, arch enemy? No, no. The neighbours I'm talking about where you train. Watford. Oh, Watford. Literally, it's just <laughs> a gate between you guys, right? There's a gate. That's it. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but there's literally... you. They train and they can hear the other team train. That's how close it is. Ah, uh, so that's why Arsenal have been playing so bad. Because they've been learning from Watford. <laughs> Yeah, it's been been like that for a while, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's some players there, no? What about, I don't know. We could borrow Naby Keita from Liverpool. I think he'll do well. No, mate. (laughs) He's not going nowhere. I don't think I want to get rid of any... Well, you could have done with luck and Adam Lallana, though, to be honest. Nah, you you, you tried to pitch me on Lallana about a month ago. Need him, man. There's enough great... Nicolas Pepe, as much as I've been a critic of him, he's actually turned out to have a decent season. Lovely. I think you guys have really... Some of the players that you got, you're not utilising them. Like, it took you a while to get Enketia, whatever his name is, 
yeah. keep to start playing. I think he should have been playing for a long time. Saka as well. Nah. I, listen, I love Inketia. I'm all about young kids getting a chance at Arsenal, but Inketia should not be playing above Lacazette or Aubameyang. Or even Martinelli. What I mean, playing? We've got yeah. all these players, but... Man, the problem... Arteta will fix it. I've got faith in him. Right. He looks like he knows what he's doing. He's got a little plan. I'm sure he's going to do some big wholesale changes this summer. But he won't. He's not, he doesn't seem like the kind of manager that's just going to throw everyone out and then start again because he's, he knows he can't... Well, even then, who wants to take these pieces of scrap? Exactly. But what he may be able to do is clean up some of the mess. Like There might be some players there that have just been a bit... Wounded ment- mentally because they haven't had the right training, you know, going on. There's been a lot of problems no, behind the scenes last night. There have been problems, but at the end of the day, a lot of these players, they don't have the desire to improve or do well. They're just collecting their money. Yeah, but then yeah, we, I, mean, I, I used to say that about Liverpool, to be honest, that they didn't have that desire. And then you got Mr. Jurgen Klopp that turned up, yeah, and he put his arm around some of these players. I mean, let's be honest, Jordan Henderson... Did you ever think that he was going to pick up all these trophies that he's done in the last... Of course not. No one in the right... There was a big question mark about Jordan Henderson when he, even when Liverpool bought him. They were like, what the hell? This guy's played at some of the two seasons and what, what, and you pay a good amount of money for him, right? 20 million. Pretty high amount. I don't know. It's all speculation at this time. But moving on from Arsenal, what else? What else right now? Newcastle. Is this takeover ever going to happen? I don't think so, because traditionally a lot of these takeovers, the due diligence stage takes about 30 days. Yes, pandemic or no pandemic. The pandemic hasn't stopped the banks or the government or whoever doing the right research. I don't think it's happening. If it does happen, good for them. But in order for them to actually do something, they need to get a statement manager like Pochettino. And even then, no disrespect in the northeast of England, it's not the most desirable place if you're a foreign person coming into the UK. London is where the action's at. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the, the thing is, they are a big club, Bab. And they do need... Big club because they've got a 55,000 stadium. They're not... They're not what, what have they won? They've won one or two FA Cups in their history. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I take you on that. But if you see the stadium and the stature of the stadium and the fact that um, the fan base they've got Newcastle pretty much supports Newcastle as the club, right? So, and Correct. it's a pretty decent sized city, let's be honest, right? Um, so, in that sense, if they can pick up that club for whatever, however many million they're talking about, is it 150, 200 million, 300, whatever it is? Something there and thereabouts, yeah, yeah. They pick up that club for that sort of money and with the infrastructure they've already got, because they've got a pretty decent, you know training ground, all them facilities, they've got yeah. all that. And they've got a pretty decent um, academy as well. It's not great, but, you know, there's something to work with there. If those Arabs or whoever it is that's going to pick them up, they can make something out of that club. And I'm pretty sure they could be fighting in the top half of the table. I mean, easily. They're a top half team right now. I, I believe with the players they've got right now, and Steve Bruce has done a fantastic job this season, let's not forget. He, he picked up that club where... You know, where everyone wrote him off when he joined. I mean, I pretty much thought, how's he going to do any better than Rafa? And he's done yeah. all right. You know, he's done all right. He's... Where is Rafa these days? Is he managing? No, he's in China, right? Yeah, life. Rafa's managing some team in China last I heard. I don't, to be honest, I think Rafa should be looking at a Spain job now. And I think, personally, your other neighbour's manager, Mourinho... He should get out of the Premier League now because he talks so much rubbish. He actually literally... Listen, you, you can say that, but ever since Mourinho came to Spurs, based on points accumulated, they would be fourth in the table right now. And, and look, I'm not really a Mourinho fan. I, I like him. I, I love his press conferences. I think he's entertaining after the games, but his brand of football has been on the downhill slope for many, but many years. Don't you think that his brand of football would, is perfect for the international stage? Because that's international football is cup football, yeah. Yeah. He, he will win World Cups, no problem. Well, he's expressed a desire to manage Portugal, but I think I still think he's got no, a few he years left. That he, and Spurs, Spurs are not going to fire him. I, I just don't see that happening. 
I think he's got about three years left on his contract. I think, and I, I hate to say, it, Spurs have finished higher than Arsenal for four seasons in a row. Which, again, why are you boiling my blood? Well, you bought Arsenal, not me. Yeah, so yeah, Arsenal... you bring it up to the dirty neighbours. You know that was going to ruffle a few feathers for me at some point. Yeah, no, I well, but... that's like me talking to you about Everton. Oh, Everton, who are they? If I watch, <laughs> if they were playing football in that? my back garden, I'll just close the curtains. But didn't one of your players say who's Everton, or, or it's not the derbies of no relevance as it used to be? Someone said that this season. Oh. It's been said for many years, though, mate, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the great Bill Shankly once said, if Everton were playing football in the back go- in my back garden, I'll close the curtains. <laughs> Funny. So, yeah. I mean, no, like, literally, uh, at the moment, I think Everton, again, they're another big team. But it's a bit weird. Like, Richarlison, I think he's wasted in that club. He should be. Oh, yeah. he, he should be playing for a top five team, hundred percent. Well, he's not going to get in Man City's team. He's not getting in Man United. He could get into Arsenal's team, but Arsenal don't need him. Spurs, maybe. I was, I think I was thinking doing well at Spurs. Richarlison would do well at Spurs under a manager like that. But you know who? Who I think could take him on and do. He'll do a good job, but he can't come to Liverpool, so that's out of the question. Um, yeah. And to be honest, we don't need him. But I think he will be a perfect fit for the likes of Leicester. Yeah, I under Bre- under Brendan. Yeah. yeah, let's be honest. Vardy's getting on a bit, uh, and obviously with the way Brendan plays, it's that you know again Brendan does do a little bit of high pressing football and that kind of play, and Richarlison's that kind of player, pressing. He's always under on the move. It'll be perfect for them, and I, I can see that happening because Everton. I don't see them. I don't know. Everyone said Ancelotti is going to sort things out and make them better, but I think Ancelotti is now come to his, the latter stages of his career. Let's be honest. So he's yeah, but who, who knows? It's it's going to be an interesting, I guess, off season. Which what do you think on the uh, promoted teams that have come up? Ah, mate, I'm excited to see Bielsa, mate. That guy is a ledge. Um, so, to hear this, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but Leeds United have been in talks with Edison Cavani to bring him to Leeds. That could happen. Do you that know? That would be a statement signing. Do you, right, let me just tell you something, yeah? You probably know this anyway because you watch enough football to know. Bielsa has got the pull power to buy any player in the world. Because oh, yeah. when you've got the likes of Guardiola saying he thinks he is the best manager he's ever worked, ever seen. That's a big statement from someone like Guardiola. Oh, yeah. But Guardiola is not the only one who said this. There's been managers, Rafa Benitez said that about Bielsa. Pochettino has said that about Bielsa. Yeah. Um, I've heard managers, well, everyone say, this guy's an innovator. That, that's all good and well, but the reality is, he's a premium player from Serie A La Liga coming to Leeds United. I, I don't think so because they don't have the money. To pay the wages. Anyone can pay a transfer fee, but to pay the wages is a different ballgame. To as pay well. the wages, but I think with Leeds, you know, maybe the likes of someone like Cavani or someone like that, yeah, they can bring them on loan. Nowadays, the loan deals, yeah, is, is just as good. If someone wants to try it, I think it's a good way of tapping in good players, right? Just get them yeah. on loan. Couple of, get two-year loans. That's done. You're, you know, if you are a small club, and you need to get yourself out of a pickle. Best way to do it is just get someone on a loan. Done deal. Yeah, but even then, a lot of these players are making two hundred and fifty euro, sorry, two hundred fifty thousand euros a week. Yeah, but don't um, forget, if they don't get enough games, they put up fifty percent of the salary, which means Leeds left to pay one hundred twenty-five k. I don't think they have that sort of money. I may be wrong, but I, I, I don't know who owns the group. I think Arsenal uh, need to look at the loan system quite clearly. Arsenal need to look at every damn system, clearly. Why, what are you guys what, doing about your um, goalkeeping situation now? Is that going to get resolved? No, don't worry about a goalkeeper. We're talking about the promoted teams. How about we talk about West Brom? Slavon Bilic. Oh, mate. See, this is what... The best thing about the, the promoted teams is... Bielsa, what, you know, he's, he's a live wire, yeah? He's on the touchline. You're just going to hear all sorts. And then you've got Slavon Bilic. This guy's a nutcase, mate. 
I've seen him. I love it. I love him. He's such a raw character. He says it how it is. There's no filter with him. I've seen him smoke a cigarette on the pitch. That's the <laughs> yeah, I've seen that as well. Right? Obviously on TV. I've not seen it live, but I've seen him smoke a cigarette on TV. When he was a manager of West Ham, I thought he was he he done a pretty decent job. Got rid of him, which I thought was not really fair. But yeah, again. His style of play, the players that he's got, the way he brought West Brom up, great, you know. I mean, there's so yeah. many great teams in the championship and for him to come up over some of the teams that are there still, you know, Nottingham Forest and who else is there? Uh, Nottingham Forest didn't actually finish in the sixth spot there because I think they finished seventh in the end. <coughs> but there was early stages that, where they were all like, fighting for it. Fulham as well. Yeah. I think Fulham is probably going to come up. I think Fulham or Cardiff, one of those two. Fulham should come up. Mitrovic has been awesome this season. He's got yeah, what, 25... He, he in goals. And actually, he did okay in the Premier League. I think he got a good 12, 13 goals. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think Fulham should come up. But again, let's see what happens with them. It's going to be exciting. Nevertheless, I think... I, I, see, I don't see Leeds... Once they're up, if they keep Bielsa... They're not gonna. They're gonna be a mid-table team. They're gonna be doing something like a Sheffield United. Yeah, let's see. I mean, Sheffield United did fall off, but still a pretty respectable season. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, I think Chris if, you, if you had asked me job. last year, is Sheffield United going to finish in the top ten? I would have laughed at you. Well, I want to ask you one question. We're gonna wrap this up pretty soon, but very quickly, I'm gonna okay. ask you: Who do you think is gonna win the league next season? You don't want to hear this, Man City. Well, it's not about what I want to hear, man. The reality is I don't think Liverpool's going to win it. Is man it? City first, Liverpool second, Chelsea third, Man United fourth. That's it. That's it, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm going to say? And everyone else after that, unfortunately, including my sorry team, doesn't really matter. No. I think I think Arsenal will be fifth. And then Tottenham will be sixth. This, I'm saying this today, live and direct on my podcast... And Raz's football show that Arsenal will finish above Tottenham. Fact. I'm, I'm with you on that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And I, and I tell you why. Mourinho will get sacked by December. They don't. That's a, bold, that's a bold prediction. Let's see if that happens. If they, if they don't start off the way they should, it could happen. But um, You know what? I've got an idea. How about this? Jan Vertonghen announces leaving Tottenham. How about we just go and grab him for the sake of it? That'll be perfect. And you know what? Wouldn't be the first time we took one of their defenders. Well, it won't be the last time either. It's good. You know what? I think it's not the same as what it used to be back in the days where, you know, the players wore the team's badge in that sort of way. Now it's about, it's a business, yeah? Everyone knows. You know, exactly. It, it can happen and it's no no big deal. I think you should go and do that. Someone should just talk yeah, to someone. And, and, and he'll be an upgrade on all those defenders that we have as well. Yeah. And then, you know what? I can see all the world coming the next season as well. So that'll be great. <laughs> And then, you know, you can then get, like, Kyle Walters or whatever is Kyle Walker. You can try and grab him yeah. from Man City because he'll be coming to the end of his career. Yeah, Man sure. City. Let's go and get Harry Kane and Son and Deli Ali and Come on, man. No, I'm just being Stop. silly there. <laughs> Mind you, um, I, what's going to happen with Aubameyang? Has this saga ended yet? Based on some of his uh, cryptic Instagram posts, it looks like he's going to sign. <laughs> You know what? I don't know. And if he signs, then that's going to help us attract a lot more players. And what about Mesut Ozil? Stop wasting your time talking about him, man. He needs to go, man, or he needs to play because I, that no, guy is Mesut such a Ozil baller. He's too interested. You know what? Tell Mesut Ozil if you get hold of him, come to my parents' shop. I'm going to give him enough Turkish delight for the rest of his life as a going away gift, so he can go away to Turkey Mate, and play I think he's out got there. plenty of Turkish delights. <laughs> he's always around um, North London, Harringay, getting Turkish delights from the Turkish restaurants. But yeah, um, yeah, he does need to go, mate. Let's be honest. Um, so you, whoever needs to have a word with him should just get that sorted out. But yeah, so you reckon Man City's going to win the league? I think Man City's yep. going to win the league. Relegation, I'm going to go with three teams. Burnley, Aston Villa, I'm going with Burnley this season. I really am. Okay. Burnley, Aston Villa, and Crystal Palace. Mm. 
If Crystal Palace lose Zaha this season, that's got, that, they, they haven't got the money and the resources to eat. Well, there's talk that Roy Hodgson's on the shopping block. So if they get rid of Roy Hodgson, I would go with Crystal Palace. Um, West Brom for me. And probably Brighton. Brighton with Adam Lallana there now. Doesn't matter. Adam Lallana's a baller, bro. Doesn't matter. They've got to defend. More they pain. can't defend. Yeah, but I, I, I like some of the defenders. Is it that Dunk? I think he's great. Yeah, Lewis Dunk. Yeah, Lewis I like Dunk. him as well, but collectively Who's the as a team. Who's their goalkeeper? Right? He, he was all right. He done... Oh, I forgot his name now. Their goalkeeper. Who? Uh, Burnley. Brighton's Brighton's got oh, Brighton. Oh God, what's his name? I like Mo. My mind's gone blank. Yeah, I like Mo as well. I think he's great. Um, Trossard again. He is a good player. Um, they got some good players there, mate. Really, I think the manager he's now starting to believe in the team, and the team's starting to believe in themselves. They got themselves out of that relegation little situation that they had earlier on. Um, and I don't think that they're going to get relegated yet. Maybe I'm still going to stick with the three teams that I've said. I think Burnley yeah. has passed the sell-by date now. That, that that thing that Burnley's got is only for so long that it can continue, you know. Um, it has to drop eventually. So, I, yes, they've got great goalkeepers. They've always had great goalkeepers. But I think it's going to be a time when it's not always going to be the same. If they get, If they lose Nick Polk, what's going to happen then? Yeah, we'll see. It's only what six, seven weeks before September twelfth, and the season restarts. So that's so quick, isn't it? It's great. Oh, I'm loving it, mate. I, you know, I'm here over overseas in America, as you know. Major League Baseball started, NBA started, NFL is going to start around the same time as the Premier League. Man, I'm good. Hockey's about to start. I've got sports every day if I want. Yeah, mate, it's been great. But Bab, listen, mate, it's been nice chatting to you. Thank you for coming on and it's been amazing having you on the show every every week to give us your take on football and may it continue. Obviously, you're going to give us a, a good update every... We're still going to continue the podcast, so just to let the listeners know, the podcast is going to continue. Again, this is totally unscripted. We just come on the phone and we just chat to each other on a live chat and we just talk about football as we do. Have you All right, Raz, take care. Have a good one. You as well, mate. Take care.